Hey, you beautiful being. Welcome to Empowered Human with Nina Garcia. I am your host. Today's episode is going to be a very special one. We're going to be doing a Halloween special. Yes, it is spooky season. (laughs) And courtesy of spooky season, we're going to be doing a real life story of several horrific dating situations that I recently experienced. Yes, I will be sharing personal story today. So gear up, folks. If you're ready to hear it, keep listening. If you say, Nina, I can't, I don't want to hear your personal stories, then today's episode may not be for you. But if you do manage to listen in and you do say, Nina, I want to explore what you have to offer today, then we're probably going to laugh a little bit as we try to move from powered to empowered in a dating world. Yes. Now, this isn't just good for dating with romantically. This could be with friends. This could be with family. You can use these skills in a variety of relationships. However, the story that I'm going to set up is going to be through my dating world. I'm going to share a week in the life of what I had a few weeks ago. It was horrific. You will laugh with me. But the question that we're going to be exploring, and this is, I really want you to decide, is this the question for you? The question that we're going to be answering in this episode is, how do I stop ghosting people? And if you are the person who is ghosting people, this episode is designed for you. And if you are the person who has been ghosted by people, This episode is designed for you. Yes? Yes. There's not going to be any shame in this game. We do explore this as a real human experience. This is happening to people, whether you are confident and secure or not so confident, not so secure, and all are welcome. 10 points if you can actually tell me what that movie reference was right there. 10 points. But we digress. That is the question we're going to be exploring. How do I stop ghosting people? And let me give you the quick in a nutshell answer right here. Give yourself a way to be a real, in the flesh, human being. If you can give yourself a way to be a real, in the flesh, human being, you will not need to engage in ghost-like behavior. Nina, what do you mean by that? Well, listen in, folks. Listen in for more. Grab a journal or a really good friend to dialogue with about what inevitably comes up for you in this episode. Because, of course, by now, you know I'm curious. Are you ready to play? Welcome to Empowered Human, the dramatically playful podcast that invites you to heal humanity. The one within you, me, and the world at large. I'm your host, drama therapist, empowerment specialist, and not to mention empowered human, Nina Garcia. And I'm so stoked you're joining me on the journey. Every Wednesday, you are invited to explore transforming from powered to empowered with genuinely human stories of courageous existence, healing from invalidation, and truly belonging to you. So wherever you are on the spectrum, from empowerment curious to empowered human ambassador, this podcast is designed to humanize. Get ready to lean into your edge, heal your worldview, and finally belong to you. This is Empowered Human. Let's go ahead and take a breath on in. 
and exhale it on out in your own spooky, yuki, kooky way. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. So welcome to today's episode, Halloween special, of course. How do I stop ghosting people? I gave you the quick in the nutshell answer. You got to be a real in the, like in the flesh human being, right? And people are apparently struggling with this lately. It is much easier to actually be avoidant. That is what you're actually saying when you experience ghosting or when you ghost someone. There's avoidance there. It's not necessarily a powered dynamic. So interestingly, although we usually go from powered to empowered in this episode, today is going to be about going from avoidant to empowered and how we can empower everyone in the story to close the loop on this, okay? So true to our usual episode and how it runs, I'm going to tell you a story. I want you to laugh. I want you to cry. I want you to feel whatever it is you want to feel. I want you to feel no, no one thing in particular. Just genuinely, I want you to respond the way that you want to run, respond to the story. So I'm going to tell you that. It is going to be a true story. And it's uh, at this point, I guess, a few months ago now, maybe a few weeks ago, uh, of one particular week I had while dating. So I'm going to tell you that story, and I'm going to try to invite you to fill yourself in wherever you fit in the story, right? Try to find where you would belong in this story or how you relate to the story. After that, I'm going to give you some adventure challenges for you to attempt in your upcoming week, and then I will say ta-ta to you for now, yes? Okay. Are we ready for the story? Okay. So... Before I even go into the story, how many of you saw Barbie out there? Whether you did or you didn't, there is a very particular scene, and this movie is is full of power dynamics, right? But there's a very particular scene in which Barbie's trying to escape the factory, right? She's trying to escape from Mattel. And all of the, the men of this company are sitting around the table, and Barbie says to them, Oh, but before I leave, we should probably go get Ken, Right? And the men look around the table and they're like, Ken, who's Ken? Well, who does, what does that even mean? And Barbie's like, oh, you know, like Barbie and Ken, Barbie and Ken, Ken. And they're like, oh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And they like all of a sudden remember that Ken exists. Put a pin in that because we're going to come back to it. And then the line that Will Ferrell's character says is, Ken isn't something we're worried about ever. And when I think about dating... And when you think about dating, how many of us are living with the narrative that we should not be worried about ever? And in particular to that story, and Ken being a male-identifying character in this case, how many men out there are being told that they don't matter? And so if they don't matter, then it doesn't matter if they actually get back to you at all. It's something to think on because it really struck me when I saw the movie and it definitely strikes me in the dating world. Ken isn't something we're worried about, dot, 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 ever. Here's the story. So this horrific dating week I had, I was on a few different apps and I had four dates planned in this one week. Yes, this was my season. I said I'm investing in dating this season, right? I definitely invite you to know what your seasons are and what you're investing in, whether it's friendships or family or work. And I was investing in dating. And so I had four dates set up. The first one was on Sunday. On Sunday, I'm going to give everybody character names here. I had a date scheduled online with W. 30 minutes before this date was supposed to be 
online. My makeup is ready, hair is ready, outfit, I'm getting ready. I get a message from W that says, hey, I can't make it. But there's no reason. Just sorry, hey, I can't make it. There's no reason. And I think, you know what? None of my business. Give them the benefit of the doubt. Okay, so surely they'll want to reschedule. And then they just sort of disappear for a bit. And I say, hey, did you want to reschedule or are you no longer interested? I'm pretty direct that way. And W says, no, no, definitely. And then doesn't move to schedule anything. And then five days later, after the date was supposed to be scheduled, tells me, you know, Nina, I just wasn't honest with you. And I really didn't want to do an online date. So I told you that I couldn't because I really didn't feel like I was at my best. And I was like, why didn't you just say that, W? Why didn't you just honestly express your human in the flesh experience that you were uncomfortable with the medium in which we were supposed to meet and you wanted to reschedule? Instead, what you did was ghost me and yourself in this case, and then hold out for several days while you, I imagine, processed your feelings around this and then found the words to say. Wouldn't it have been so much easier if you had just said it the very same day or even before we'd scheduled it, right? Now, people process in their own time. But I was lucky with the case of W that I actually got to close that loop with them. I got to close that loop. But that's not the, that was just the beginning of the date. Yes, that or that week that I found out several days later, okay? So di didn't want to do the medium. Okay. So that was Sunday evening. Monday morning, I was supposed to have a coffee date. I was dressed, ready to go at the coffee house, and I get a message that says, hey, I'm going to be running late. I say, okay, you're going to be running late. So I sit there and I wait and I order some food. Hey, I'm going to be running even later. Okay, how much later are we talking? Oh, like, you know, 30, 45 minutes. Okay, I've already ordered my breakfast, right? So I'm eating at this point. An hour later, after the date is supposed to begin, I get the message that says, hey, I've got to cancel. There's no way I'm going to make it. And I think oh my gosh, I'm here. I got ready. And here we are again, another person not showing up. What do I do? So true to my direct self, I send them a video message and I say, you know, thanks so much for trying. And I feel like we're not really on the same page with what we're looking for at this moment. And you know, if you do want to reach out and actually set up a date where we can meet up together, you just let me know. You've got my info. Otherwise, uh, let's go ahead and unmatch for now. And I'm wishing you the best. I know, true to my direct self. Compassionate, but also honest, right? Candid. I'm ready to show up. I'm ready to be here. I'm, I'm ready for someone who's ready to show up and be there. Yeah. That was Monday. Fast forward to Thursday. Thursday, I meet up with a date. We're supposed to be meeting it. I want to see that it was like 6.30 and I'm there and they say, hey, I'll let you know when I'm, when I'm leaving. And I was like, I'm sorry, hold the phone. Did we not set up the date for the particular time? What do you mean you let me know when you're leaving? I don't, I don't know where you live or how long it'll take you to get there. Are you going to be there at that time? And I hear radio silence and they get back to me. Oh, hey, they're running a little later. They're running a little later. <laughs> 37 minutes late. My date does show up 37 minutes late, right? I had, again, already ordered coffee. I'd ordered food. I had just finished my food. And 37 minutes late, they walk in and it's cordial and they're nice. And then about maybe five minutes in, this individual says to me, well, you know, I live in the hood. And I was like, pause, pause for reflection, Nina. What do you make of this? 
okay, let's not react. Let's not react. Let's figure out what do they mean by in the hood. So I asked them, right? Empowered human, very candid, transparent. So when you say in the hood, I say this to my date, when you say in the hood, uh, what do you mean by that? What is your experience of in the hood? And he just sort of looks at me and he goes, well, you know, like Hispanics and like, you know, like, <laughs> it's like, so you mean Hispanics? Do you mean like low socioeconomic? Do you mean like, like, what do you, I feel like you just mean his, mm, okay. And so it was a really uncomfortable situation because for those of you who don't know in particular, I'm Hispanic. Does that mean everywhere I move that I will be considered as living in the hood? It was a very odd experience. I felt very misattuned for a moment. And I won't tell you how the rest of that date went. They were cordial enough, um, but it was definitely a mismatch. And that was the third date of the week, right? So I've got W, I've got the runner, which was Monday morning. I've got I don't, the hood guy, Thursday evening. Um and then, uh, and just so we're clear, because I hear the question pop up, was that person Hispanic? They were not Hispanic. Nope. They were not a person of color at all. Then I moved to Saturday morning. Saturday morning, these are all different guys. Saturday morning, I meet with um, D. And I'm supposed to meet with D. I'm supposed to meet with D at 9 a.m. And I message that I'm on my way there. And D turns around and messages me back and says, hey, I've got less time. And I go, okay, well... You, okay, so you're leaving earlier for something else. Okay, so we've got like, we've gone from an hour and a half to like an hour, right? Well, that's fine. We'll just do an hour. And Deet responds back, no, even less time. And I'm like, so you say what? I pull my car over to the side of the road and I message them back because now I'm incensed. I have had a hellacious week dating wise. I have one more person who is not able to show up the way that they have said that they will show up. And I pull over to actually send them this message. And I say, so are you telling me that I'm on my way to meet you for what? Maybe half an hour? Why are we even meeting, D? And D responds back to me and is like, I know. I just, I don't have any control over it. My friends wanted to leave earlier. And I was like, okay, well, if your friends wanted to leave earlier, then you could have let me know ahead of time that we should cancel. Or here's the thought, you could have prioritized the fact that you set up a date this morning and let your friends know that you had set something else up and that you want them to honor the time that they were leaving. Either way, it just would have required communication, be a real in the flesh human being. Yes. Like this was my dating week. And I consider myself confident. I consider myself secure, but I'm not going to lie to you. When I had this week, so many back-to-back -back hits of disappointment, of not feeling seen, of not feeling respected, and certainly of not feeling communicated with, right? I literally was like, go soul around. Ooh. I was so disappointed. I was so disappointed. And I thought, what am I doing wrong? What is it that I am communicating or putting out there that says that it is okay for you to waste my time, that it is okay for you to disrespect my time, and that it's okay for you to not prioritize me? And for everyone out there who's ever ghosted someone, they may be thinking that. The person you ghosted may be thinking those things. It doesn't mean it's your fault, quote unquote, necessarily. Were you the stimulus? Was the ghosting maybe the stimulus for those thoughts? Yes, right? 
but it doesn't mean you intended to make them think that way or feel that way. And on the same token, if you're a person who's ever been ghosted and you felt that way, it doesn't mean that it is your fault and that it was something you did. You might have actually been the beautiful, vibrant individual human being that you are, and they just didn't have capacity. So here's the part of the episode where I want you to invite yourself to fit yourself in the story. Where do you fit in this story? Are you the individual who's ghosting people? Are you showing up late consistently? Are you uh, the person who is being ghosted by people, right? Like which character, which role do you most relate to in this story? I ask this because I want you to be able to have perspective from where you are standing, from where you are as a human being, so that we can figure out how you can empower your own story and your narrative. In the case of how we can get curious about this horrific dating week, about your own dating world, about your own relation to other people, there is a golden nugget here that I want you to take. There are two typical reasons why an individual will ghost. Either they do not have capacity, they're overwhelmed in their life, something may have happened or have been happening, and they do not know how to prioritize you. It may not be the time for them to prioritize that relationship or dating. That is an individual who doesn't have capacity, and so they don't communicate that and they end up ghosting instead. The other type of individual that is going to ghost is avoiding telling you that they are not interested in this conversation anymore. Maybe something was happened that turned them off. Maybe they weren't ever interested. Maybe they found somebody else they're more interested in or they're just not interested in dating anymore, right? The two different types of people who are going to end up ghosting, the dominant narratives there are, I don't have capacity in my life and I don't know how to communicate that to you. Or I am avoiding communicating to you that I am no longer interested because, wow, it's really uncomfortable for me to admit that to you. Whichever version you might have experienced, or if you are the ghost out there, can we just validate that you are human too? That you might not have capacity, that you might not feel comfortable sharing that you no longer want to have this this conversation, and still that you don't exist in a vacuum. Let's give you the skills and the tools to be able to communicate this to other people so that you don't end up ghosting, they don't end up ghosting, and we have, on the whole, a better dating experience because it's more human. No more ghost schools and goblins, friends. From here on out, here is your adventure challenge. I'd like to give this in three different levels, yes? So level one, level two, level three. Level one for your adventure challenge. If you say, Nina, I'm ready for level one, it's self-awareness. I want you to ask yourself, which role are you playing in the story? Are you the one being ghosted or are you the one ghosting? Whichever one it is, I want you to own the truth Even an uncomfortable truth is a truth, but I just want you to own it. I'm either the one being ghosted or I am the one ghosting. Own it. Don't put it under the carpet. Don't hide it in the closet. There it is. It's on your table. It's real. If you're like, okay, Nina, level one, got it, check. I am aware of the role that I'm playing in this story. Move me on to level two. Well, level two, my friend, is self-knowledge. Now we have to know, are you okay with the role that you're playing? Are you okay with the person being ghosted? Are you okay with being the person who ghosts? If you say, yeah, Nina, I am okay, right? I'm being, I'm okay with the person who's being ghosted. I get it. They don't have capacity. They're void. You know what? 
on to the next one, then fantastic. You can stop at level two. You're good to go. But if you're not and you say, no, give me more, you're going to move to level three. Same thing. If you're the individual who's ghosting people and you're like, yeah, you know what, though? I'm okay with it. I recognize that, you know, it's a work in progress and I'm not perfect. Okay. Power to you. But if you're like, no, I'm not okay with that. That's not the person that I want to be. Then we're going to move you on to level three as well. Okay. Level three adventure challenge is self-realization. This is where you get your action on. Okay. This is not just thoughts and feelings anymore. This is action. If you are the person who is being ghosted, I challenge you to let them know that you see it and that it's just not where you're at. Hey, I see that you've chosen not to respond. And I, I'm imagine at this point that we're not on the same page with what we're both looking for. Good luck. You can exercise that spirit yourself. You don't have to wait for them to get back to you. Let them know you've seen the ghosting. You've seen the spirit and you would like to exercise it from your life. You'd like to get rid of it. Yes. For those of y'all who don't know exorcism. Yes. Okay. Exercise it from your laugh. <laughs> Close the loop. Send them this episode if you need to, right? That's a little bit more cheeky, just so we're clear. But also this episode is intended to educate, as with all of our episodes, right? Edutainment here. If you're the person who's being ghosted, that's what you can do. Give yourself the power to close the loop and empower them to say, hey, I see that this is where you're at. I'm not going to shame you for it, but I'm also not okay with being ghosted. So I'm going to call it out, right? And, or as we like to say here, I'm going to call you in on this. I'm going to call you in because I don't want to shame you for it. I just want us to acknowledge this is real and I'm not okay with it. And then you move on. That's your level three challenge. Actually call them in and let them know and close the loop so you don't have to wonder, why did they ghost? What happened? They're moving on. They're doing things. They don't have capacity for you or they're avoiding letting you know they're not interested. Move it along. Yes. Empower yourself to do that. You don't need to wait for them. If you are the person who is ghosting and it is because you don't have capacity or because you're avoiding the discomfort of letting them know you're not interested... I invite you to script out your line now, right now in this episode this week so that you are ready. The next time it inevitably happens that you find yourself overwhelmed and without capacity or the next time that you find yourself avoiding the discomfort of being honest with them that you're no longer interested. Script out your line now. Here's what I mean for all my ghosts out there. I want you to be able to actually say, the one line, and you can use it in any situation, but it should be your line that you're going to text them or call them with or email them. It doesn't matter. However, you're going to message them and communicate it to them. Because of course, if you actually communicate to them, it is not from the realm of beyond, right? It is, it is going to make you a real in the flesh human being. Close the loop for yourself. Close the loop for them. The line as an example that you might be sending out there again for all my ghosts is something like, hey, it's occurred to me we're not on the same page with things. Good luck with everything out there. Hey, I've decided to go a different direction with my dating and I'll no longer be available to speak. Thanks for everything. Good luck out there. Hey, I'm actually not available anymore. I'm off the market. Good luck out there. I don't care what your line is. Genuinely, I see that was so much love. All that matters for the sake of this episode is that you are communicating something that is real in the flesh that closes the loop for you. Close the door, right? Let's not wait from beyond for a message. Close the loop for you so you don't have to worry about you not being in integrity with yourself. I don't know how many of those guys had communication and honesty 
on their profiles as something that they value, but they weren't living through their values. If you are an individual out there who says you want to get to this level three adventure challenge, own the truth and realign yourself with your values. It's okay to let somebody know you're not available, you're not interested, it's just not where you're at. But Nina, I can already hear this, but Nina, what if they ask me a million questions? Then you say, hey, sorry, not interested. You already let them know, right? You don't even have to message them back. You already said you weren't interested if they ask you a million questions, right? Also, if they're asking you a million questions, hashtag boundaries, you may have to block an individual. It just is the way that it is, right? Everybody needs to protect themselves in their own ways. And while I don't know the context of your situation for everyone out there, my invitation overall is to invite you to empower yourself and because you don't exist in a vacuum, to empower the other people around you to live their most vibrant life. So if you're the person ghosting, let them go. Let them know and let them go. It's okay. You might even be able to come back to them if you do this. But a lot of people are going to feel a lot of embarrassment because they don't close the loop. Why do that to yourself? Script out your line now about what you're going to start to send this upcoming week when you're no longer interested or no longer have capacity for that conversation. And if you're the person being ghosted, give yourself permission to let them know you see it and that you're going to pull yourself out of the arena. You respect them and yourself enough to know it's just not where you're at and it's not what you're looking for. So again, I don't know the context of your situation, but I certainly hope that you have taken something from this episode, your journals, your good friends to dialogue with, whatever it is out there that is helping you to continue to explore this topic of how do we stop ghosting people? How do we stop ghosting others? Because the reality is if we have capacity to ghost someone else, we're also ghosting a part of ourselves. There's some food for thought. Stay safe out there this Halloween season. You all might have another spooky season episode next week. And of course, be safe, be real. Message of this episode be the in the flesh human being as much as you possibly can be because you matter, how you feel matters, and you are worth it. Thank you so much for being willing to explore healing your humanity on Empowered Human. I hope you found at least one new way to transform your worldview from powered to empowered. If you took something from the show, please take a moment of your time and subscribe to Empowered Human. And if it really nourished you, leave us a review. Your feedback helps me understand what our community needs. Not to mention, it helps others discover the Empowered Human life. So keep this last bit in mind. All the visual goodies come with me on Instagram at Drama Therapist Nina. Stay up to date there on upcoming episodes, behind the scenes goodness, and reels dropping knowledge. Thank you again for being part of the empowered human community. Until next time, stay curious.